Hello, thanks for checking out the KZMC podcast. My name is April Zaire, and I'm an associate pastor at KZMC. This podcast is a recording of sermon teachings from our 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning worship gatherings. We release a new episode every Tuesday. If you're looking to check out our Sunday mornings, you can find our live stream over on our YouTube channel on Kingsfield Zurich Mennonite Church. We'd also love to have you join us in person. You can find out all the details about our Sunday mornings on our website, kzmc.ca. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Well, I, like Kevin, like to be prepared. So normally when I do a message, I have it all completely scripted out. And uh, I like to think about the words that I'm going to say beforehand, before I stand up here. And so I use the right words and say things the right way. I think there's value to that. I think there's also value in just sharing from the heart sometimes. And, and that's more what I want to do today is these are, are kind of my final messages, my final encouragements to you as our time wraps up on, officially on Wednesday and this be my last Sunday with you. The words from Philippians chapter 4 here are, are Paul's final encouragements, Paul's final um, exhortations to the people of Philippi in this book, the Philippians. So really what I want to do this morning is kind of use them as a springboard for, for some of my final thoughts for you as this uh, season of, of uh, us being together in ministry, me as transitional pastor comes to an end. Now Dolores read, uh, I think starting at verse 4, I'm going to read from the very beginning and just kind of read some sections and just share some, some thoughts that come to mind to you. Philippians chapter 4, starting at verse 1 and 2. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. I love you and long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and the crown I receive for my work. Actually, I'll just stop there, just verse 1. Stay true to the Lord. God is faithful to us. God has been faithful to us. God will continue to be faithful to us. He's there. So because we have a God, as, as we sang about, who is a good, good father, let's continue to be faithful to him. Let's continue to trust, even when we don't see the answers coming readily. Even when we don't see the answers to our prayers coming or we even see God at work sometimes, there's trusting that, that God is faithful. And so we need to stay faithful. We need to stay true. Paul says to the Philippians, I love you and, and long to see you. And, and though my time with you has been short and, and admittedly shorter than, than any of us kind of thought at the beginning of this time, I just want to share that I've really loved being with you and loved getting to know you and, uh, and just love being part of this, this congregation for this time. It's been a very meaningful time for me. I'm sure our paths will cross again. It's a small world that we live in. Um, and and as, just as Paul says he, he longs to see the people, I know that when we leave here, when I leave here, I'll long to see some of you again. And I know that I will see you again in some of the circles that we run in, whether it's uh, MB circles, which I kind of have still one foot in, 
and, uh, and whether it's uh, through the Innovate Network. I know Pastor Ryan is, is talking with the MB World about, uh, about some of the training opportunities that, that happen through Innovate, whether relearning community or, or different kinds of coaching things. And, and I'm on the, the planning team and the coaching team of that, so I might see you in, in some of those contexts as well. So even though this, this time, this season is ending, I don't think it means that the, the friendships will end. We will continue to see each other in certain ways and, and continue to be able to, to stay connected. And I look forward to doing that. Verses 2 and 3. Now I appeal to Euodia and Santiki, please, because you belong to the Lord, settle your disagreement. And I ask you, my true partner, to help these two women, for they worked hard with me in letting others or in telling others the good news. They worked along with Clement and the rest of the, my co-workers, whose names are written in the book of life. Now, I don't sense there's any major discontent here. I don't consent that, sense that there's two people or two families or two groups that are, that are kind of against each other. But the reality is that, that there will be things that come up that, that can cause us to to become disunited or, or tempt us to become disunified. We've experienced a bit of this already, even with the COVID things. And we have different opinions on different things, and it can cause us to, to be uh, in, in disunity. But I think the reality is that, that we can have unity even in the diversity of our opinions, even in the diversity of, of the people that we are. Even when we disagree, and, and even disagree on significant things, we can still be in unity together. And so whether it's one thing or another, and there will be things that come down the road in the future that, that will threaten to, to bring this kind of, uh, of disunity or this, this kind of uh, separation, my challenge is, and Paul's challenge here, is to live in this unity, to work it out, to don't let disagreements or, or differing opinions or diversity to separate us, to live in unity despite those differences. Carrying on here in verses 4 to 9. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do, Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. Be full of joy and thankfulness. May we be known as people who are, who are joyful and thankful. May we be known as people who, who understand how God has been good to us and live in, in the joy that is ours. 
When people see us and think about us, and, or, or even as they, they think, think about the reputation of this church and this community, may it be a reputation that, that this is a joyful people, that we love being together, that we love being alive, that we love serving our community, and that we're joyful in our relationship with God. May that be what we are known for. And thankfulness, recognizing that, that every good and perfect gift that we have is from God. So that even when we're in times of need, even when we're in times where, where we, we don't have what we, we think we need or what we want, we can think back to those times and think back to the things that, that we are thankful for and recognize that God in His way and in His time will bring us through, that God will provide. Even when we don't have what we feel we need right now, we can think back to God's past faithfulness to us. And out of that place of thankfulness for what God has already done for us, we'll be able to move thankfully and hopefully and joyfully into what is next. Then we have this section talking about what we should fix our minds on, what we should fix our attention on. And my thought around that is, is just for us to be a people that, that focuses on what is good. There's a lot of negativity in the world. There's a lot of things that we can, we can look at and we can be uh, discontent with, we can be unhappy with. Sometimes it's easier for us to focus on what we don't have rather than what we do have. And so my challenge for all of us, myself included, is to focus on the good that is and not what isn't. Be about what God is for and not about what we're against. May we be known as a people who are, who are all about what we're for and what God is for instead of what we're against. Be positive. Focus on the good. Focus on God's goodness and God's grace. Yes, there will be things that we, we lament. We'll wish that things were different. We'll see things happening in our community and around the world and, and, and wish things were different and we'll, we'll be un, unhappy with, with things. But instead of focusing on those things, focus on the positive. Focus on the good. May we be known for what we're for. Then in verses 10 to 20, Paul focuses on thankfulness for their gifts. How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you've always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I've learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or empty with plenty or little. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Even so, you have done well to share with me in my present difficulty. As you know, you Philippians were the only ones who gave me financial help when I first brought you the good news and then traveled on to, from Macedonia. No other church did this. Even when I was in Thessalonica, you helped me more than once. I don't say this because I want a gift from you, Rather, I want you to receive a reward for your kindness. At the moment, I have all I need and more. 
I'm generously supplied by the gifts you sent me with Epaphroditus. They were a sweet-smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which he has given to us in Christ Jesus. Now, Paul spends a lot of time thanking them for their, for their gifts, and they were gifts of, of support, of finances, and lots of different things. I want to take time to thank you for the gifts you've given to me, gifts of friendship, uh, gifts of invitations to, to meals, the invitations into your homes. Uh, that, that full stomach reference resonates with me a number of times. You've been very gracious and incredibly hospitable to me, and I, I thank you for that. And I'm not going to mention a lot of names because I don't want to miss people because many of you have been hospitable, but, but I do want to give special mention to, uh, to Dave and Carol as they've been incredibly hospitable to me as I've sp- spent nights at their house and, and they've uh, shared many meals with them, and so I really appreciate your, your hospitality and your incredible gift of hospitality, so thank you for that. And thank you to others. And more than just being in your homes and being uh, at, at a meal around the table, You've shared your lives with me. You've opened up yourself and, and shared your stories and come to the office and we've, we've talked about struggles and, and, and joys and, and all kinds of things. And that is, is very special and very, very meaningful for a pastor that uh, when people come to just to share and just to say, this is who I am. This is, I want to share myself with you, share my story with you. And so I thank you for that. And then finally, in verse 21, Paul says, Give my greetings to each of God's holy people, all who belong to Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me send you their greetings. All the rest of God's people send you greetings too, especially those from Caesar's household. May the God of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. And to me, this is just a reminder that that we are part of something larger. It can be easily forgotten because we, we get kind of focused on our, on our own individual congregations, our own individual business, the things that we're doing, our ministry here in this community. But we are part of a larger body. And you're part of a larger body with the, with the MB community, but we're also part of the larger church with different denominations and different groupings. And we, we are together in this. So it's a reminder that you are not alone that not only is God with you and God is going to be there to provide for you, but you have a crowd of other people that, that are with you, and you're with them as well. And I know that we'll see each other in that context. I want to commend as well and just say what an incredible privilege it's been to work with, uh, with the leadership team here at this church, with, uh, with the elders on the team, with, with Kevin Steckley and and Greg Mason, and, and uh, Diane, and, uh, and Pete as well. It's been a real privilege to work with them, and of course, Pastor Deb and Pastor April are on that team as well, and it's been a real joy to, to be able to work with them and just, just uh, be with them in ministry. And, and I really commend your leaders to you. They love you. They're giving themselves to you. They're using the gifts and abilities that, that God has given to them to serve you and this church and, and God in this place. And I have incredible love and respect for them and just want to commend them to you as well. I think that's all I want to say this morning. 
other than to take a few minutes just to pray a prayer of blessing over you as, as you continue to move forward and, and our path uh, separates out from here. God, I thank you for this church family. I thank you for the incredible gifts that you have given to them and for the gift that they are to all those around them. God, I thank you personally for the gift that it's been to, to be here, to work alongside of, of them, to share in their gifts, to share in the work that you are calling them to. And God, uh, even though our time has ended earlier than maybe what we would have thought or wanted, uh, thank you, God, that you are big enough to go with all of us, that when our time separates, when our paths divide, you continue to be with us. So God, I pray blessing on KZMC, on the families that are represented here, on the ministry that you've called them to in this community, this place. And God, I pray for your continued strength and endurance for them as they press on, uh, despite not having answers yet of, of who will lead them next, who will their next permanent pastor be. God, I pray for your strength on them and on, on their leadership as they persevere and wait for that person to come. I pray, God, that you would bring that person soon. And God, that it would be a good match that not only would gifts and abilities match, but hearts would match as well. So God, again, bless these people. Bless your church. Lead them. Use them. And God, may your goodness shine on them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all.